My recruiting hot take is that no process needs to be more than three stages in an interview. One introductory call, one technical test, if you must have some sort of technical test, and a final interview. And that the final say should be with the hiring manager. And if your hiring manager doesn't feel comfortable hiring somebody that their director said not to hire, even though the hiring manager knows better, and you got a toxic workplace and you need to look in the mirror and be like, what do we do wrong? Where do we go wrong? Welcome to Offer Accepted, the podcast that elevates your recruiting game. Your host, Shannon Ogborn, interviews top talent acquisition leaders, uncovering their secrets to building and leading successful recruiting teams, gain valuable insights and actionable advice from analyzing cutting edge metrics to claiming your seat at the table. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Offer Accepted. I'm Shannon Ogborn, and this episode is brought to you by Ashby, the all-in-one recruiting platform empowering ambitious recruiting teams from seed to IPO and beyond. Some of you may remember uh, Jermaine Murray, aka the job father, who is on a mission to help 500 Black people get new jobs in tech. Outside of his work coaching people on how to land their dream job, he offers consultative services to companies on how to scale and build their startup. Jermaine had joined us previously talking about external partnerships, and today we are going to jump into talking a little bit about personal branding. So thank you, Jermaine, so much again for joining us. So you've built a reputable and highly visible personal brand for yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about what really motivated you to begin that journey? Yeah, to be honest, when I first set out, I didn't I actually wasn't trying to build a personal brand. I legitimately was just trying to get more black people jobs in tech. I started off as a recruiter and I helped somebody that wasn't black get like their first remote job. And they told me all the amazing things that they were going to be able to do with their family. And I thought about, you know, people in my community, my mom, my dad, you know, uncles, aunts, friends, parents, and like everyone was working these obscenely like long hours, these hard jobs, not being able to spend time with their people. And, and then I, you know, I mentioned that report earlier from Brookfield and Ryerson university about black representation. And I was like, there should be more of us in here. And I just set out to try and make things as transparent as possible. I wanted to give people information about the hiring process. I wanted to give them insights as a recruiter, connect them to opportunities teach them on like how to like properly advocate for themselves and how to properly speak life into their successes and their achievements, which has always been like a big thing because like people are quick to humble black people in the workspace or quick to label a confident black person as arrogant. So people condition themselves to not speak on their achievement and in a way they limit the opportunities that are available to them. And I just wanted to shed light on that and like, I like for me, when I got my recruitment job, it was a it was a godsend because I had spent so much time trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And this was like the first thing that felt like fun, just felt fun to do. Like I didn't have the Sunday scaries and it was like the first time I've ever had that about the job. And I just felt like more black people should feel that way about their jobs and that's how it all got started. I made a post on LinkedIn, not on Twitter, about how people could optimize their LinkedIn. And that was my first viral post. And I was like, I'm just going to keep talking about how to get a job and, 
answer resume questions and just give resumes away and, you know, try to make myself as accessible as possible and try to make this information as accessible as possible because a lot of people just didn't know. And like, yeah, as, as somebody that went to school for journalism and ended up in HR, like they don't tell you how to properly like navigate the post-school career phase, right? With totally. grace. A hundred percent. It's really interesting too, because there are a lot of people who come from more pri privileged backgrounds that mm. know these things because their parents know them or because their network knows them. And it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be secrets. It shouldn't be locked down. Everybody should have access so that they can set themselves up for success. So I love that you're bringing all this information to the masses because that's when people can hopefully achieve more equitable outcomes. Yeah. From a brand presence perspective, just curious, on social media, you mentioned Twitter. I know you do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. What mediums have you found to be the most fruitful for you in terms of building your brand presence? Twitter and LinkedIn. And I'll be honest with you, though, I, I like whenever I have some consultations with other people that are trying to establish personal brands or try to like establish their business brands and they're like, you know, you know, what should I do? What should I use? And I always tell them these two things. One, figure out who your audience is and figure out like the problem that they care about that is relevant to your service or your product and speak on all the different ways they can achieve results with that problem. That's not your product or service, right? And they'll associate you with the solution. And the second thing is to find a mission that you believe in, right? To basically ascertain, like basically figure out what your values are and stake a loud ass flag on that and kind of always be willing to speak on it. And then the third thing is just to be consistent. So I found, I just looked, I just found platforms that I just naturally was inclined to open up and what I just naturally was easier for me to be consistent with posting to, right? I'm, I'm on Twitter all the time. I run, I have almost doubled the amount of followers I have on LinkedIn that I have on Twitter. I spend most of my time on Twitter, which sucks because Elon Musk bought it. That's a different conversation. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on Twitter because I, I've been on Twitter since 2009. And like I've built friends, I've built communities, right? Even before I got into like tech, before I became a tech recruiter. So it was just natural for me to like, I knew all the stuff around posting on, on Twitter. I knew how to do retweets. I knew how to search for stuff. It was easy for me to engage and just post stuff on Twitter, which was just my natural thoughts. And a lot of the tweets that I used on Twitter, I just, I, I use those as inspiration or foundations for my posts on LinkedIn. And it was just a consistency thing. So I would say the consistency plus having a mission or a value to stand on and being vocal about it while also trying to figure out a way to like engage and be of use to people, it would be the formula. I would say that like brands and people need to focus on if they want to like build up ideally like some sort of social relationship with people for sure in regards to setting expectations for people i'm sure people come to you all the time being like i want to have as many followers as you i want i want this i want that how do you help guide them to be constructive about this journey because i imagine that there's some people who want it just for the visibility there's some people who want it because they genuinely like you want to help other people I tell them for me that there's only one way for like success. 
and that's just to be genuine with what you're doing. And I say this like because I've done it myself. I set out. I've started businesses that I started because I thought it would be it make for a good profit or make for good money, and they've totally like blown up in my face, and I've lost. I lost more money than I intended to even damn make right. Like the thing, like I've done, the, I've done at least like seven different businesses that have all blown up in my face, right? Jupiter HR, ironically enough, didn't start out as a business. It all happened accidentally because I prioritized a problem and I was focused on working and building around to solve that problem. And the business, doing it as a vehicle, as a business was just the most efficient way to go about it. And that was after I realized how much energy I was burning, you know, trying to approach this problem, but not approaching it properly, right? A business will give you organization. A business will give you a solution to grow and scale. A business will give you an identity to fall on, to speak on, to, to, to like center your values around. A business is an entity that people can actually identify and sometimes it's separate from you. So I can't, if someone's like, yo, how do you get, how do you amass a lot of followers? I can't, I can't, I can't tell them that. But if somebody was like, how do you go about building community or how do you go about, you know, engaging with people? That I can tell you. And like, if you do the work, I can't guarantee that you'll get a big following, but I will guarantee that anybody that does follow you will, will, will value you and will always engage with you, right? And having an engaged community of 500 is way better than having a display, like, like a, a roundabout tag along group of 10,000. Totally. 100%. Yeah, I think people just have to really realize that. These things don't happen overnight. You said you've been on Twitter since 2009. Yeah. I mean, that's a really long time. Did I just age myself? I just aged myself, didn't I? <laughs> oh, my God. I hope no one does the math. <laughs> no one do the math. But, yeah, you know, you've you've made the effort over time because you're passionate about it, not because you were seeking followers, yeah. which I feel like makes a big difference of – influential people who are valuable versus those who aren't it does it comes down to i, I go by uh, off like intention my whole thing my whole thing in my whole life has just been about intention like you know if you intend to do something if you truly intend to do something your actions will reflect that and i always look at it like this is because I, I was a kid i watched the predator movie and i was like yo if i intended to live and fight for my life there'd be so many things i would do Totally. To, to, to fight for my life. So if like, if someone's like, yo, my intention is to, you know, my intention is to do this, right? I, like, I want to see your actions, like, follow through on that. Like, if your intention is to do something, you really want to do it, you'll fit, you'll, by any means necessary, you'll be trying so many different things, right? Right. Like, some people can't come to you with new ideas because you already did that, right? That's intention to me, right? And I feel like that has a lot more value than just a superficial I want to be popular thing because it's like what are you really here to do what do you want like why that's the most important thing exactly well that's great and I think people are going to get a lot of value from hearing about your personal journey with brand and and creating that brand for yourself well that takes us to our last question here what is your my favorite question actually what is your recruiting hot take my recruiting hot take is that I don't know if this is much of a hot take, but if you want to 
My recruiting hot take is that no process needs to be more than three stages in an interview. One introductory call, one technical test, if you must have some sort of technical test, and a final interview. And that the final say should be with the hiring manager. And if your hiring manager doesn't feel comfortable hiring somebody that their director said not to hire, even though the hiring manager knows better, and you got a toxic workplace and you need to look in the mirror and be like, what do we do wrong? Where do we go wrong? Good. I love I love that hot take. We also accept warm takes, but I feel like the cut down process is a hot take in that basically nobody implements that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I really if you really want a sizzling take, I think you're a toxic work environment if you force your your employees to return to office after years of working from home. At the very least have the decency to give them the choice to choose. I'm not saying names. I won't. I won't say names, and I'll, I'll, re, I'll remain. Uh, keep my thoughts to my myself on that. Maybe for a, a later, a later chat. Amazing. Well, we're coming up on time here. Where should people go to learn more about you and your work? You can follow me on Twitter at the Job Father with two underscores at the end, or you can follow me on LinkedIn at Jermaine L. Murray. If you want to read some, I guess, some backstory on what we do and. A little learn about me. There is an actually a nice article on, in Forbes about me. If you search the job father in Forbes, you'll see the article. Amazing. We'll see how Thank that brand is me. playing out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It, they, they published <laughs> it on my, they actually published it on my birthday. So like on my birthday, I got to send it to my mom, right? <laughs> what a full was, circle moment. Yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that. And I will say the number one thing I will say about having a strong brand always just comes down to your values and your morals at the end of the day, your code. 100%. Well, Jermaine, thanks again for joining us on Offer Accepted. I really appreciate you spending time with us today. Thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Thank you for having me, Shannon. Thanks for listening to Offer Accepted, the podcast for ambitious recruiting professionals brought to you by Ashby, the all-in-one recruiting platform. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow and share with your TA community. We'll see you next time.